Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. episode of the sound seed um it's ife and i'm joined with lisa oh fantastic and susanna and susie um so we're all here together and the song you just listened to was touch of heaven by bethel music um and it's available to stream anywhere i believe so just it's going to relate soon so just give us some time um so we're going to go into the session called why do men fall mm. why do men fall mm. um and everyone just has honestly guys this episode is going to be deep deep so, so just get ready sometimes i'll bring us to the shallow end but just to take us back into the deep end Ooh. so so um, an instructor oh i can't even swim you know oh <laughs> um we can also use analogies of swimming in the name of jesus <laughs> um so i'll start off with deep and i'll go into shallow with questions and observations from scripture. We're going to be looking at judges, um, three main judges in the book of Judges, <laughs> Deborah, um, Gideon, and Samson. So before we go into that, just some question for my two lovely ladies here. Can you remember the first time you were aware of your sin? Ooh. Is it too deep? <laughs> That's a really oh, good question. We said we were going to start off with the okay, showers. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go to, let's <laughs> go to shallow. No, no. Let's go, let's go to shallow when it's fine. Okay. Ooh, let's... Can you remember the first time you fell down <laughs> on the floor or whatever? Yeah, I remember. Okay, go and share. <laughs> that's the question. I'm being serious. That's oh. the shallow end. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I fell on the floor, probably when I was a child, um, at some point, um... I remember more when I, sh- I fell as an adult, not so much as a, fa- a child, because when you're a child, it's like... It's normal, bro. It's normal. You fall all the time. But when you fall as an adult, it hurts. Embarrassing. Yeah. And it's the, embar- the, hurt that, the, the embarrassment that hurts the most. Like, ah, I never Everyone thought I could fall. Me. No, he's yeah. like, I'm so steady on my feet. Yeah. I've actually can walk. Yeah. I've been walking for a while, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I just trip up and gravity yeah. just take me down like yeah. this? <laughs> gravity just take me down. <laughs> yeah. So I know what about you? Again, I'd say um, childhood really stuff, not so much. I, the, 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 remi- the time that came um, to me when you mentioned it was in um, year seven. Um, it was, you so know, was I was in, yeah, the year 11s were around, oh, you no. know, everybody's looking at you no. and, you know, it was, um, we were playing a game. 
some kind of running game. We it was yeah, we're playing it, but like we had we um, made some kind of differences to it. If you're listening about you're from the north, it I think you guys call it tig. Tig, yeah, yeah. yeah tig. But if you're from the down south, it's, it's the it. same thing. Oh, you're it. Yeah, but I've never in since I've. Tiggy. Tiggy. Yeah, they say tiggy, tig. Tiggy. Like in the tig. schools that I've ever taught at in the north, everybody like. I remember one time I heard a kid say tig. I said. Detention. Then I cut oh you're playing it. Anyway, so we were playing it and I was running gas, gas, gas. Um thinking, yeah, I've got this, I'm about to catch this guy. And I didn't notice that there was a little um bit of a, like a hill on oh. the grass bit. And I tripped and like I rolled and like I fell down on my sack. Oh, it you was felt very it. I felt it. I was so embarrassed. All the elevens were like, oh all my <laughs> And it sticks like, oh. with you, doesn't it? It definitely yeah. did. I, I think, think yeah, yeah. sorry, I was gonna say I only managed to like wean it down like maybe like your eight. Everybody still remembers it. Remember that time we found that out. So <laughs> if you're listening to this and you went to secondary yeah. school with me, don't laugh at me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit deep. Um I'll I'll Falling, <laughs> it, it stays with us for a while. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna go into why these men or these women um, or this woman should I say fell and the reason for their downfall. Um, so I thought I'd start us off a bit light, lighter than normal. Um, but just really quickly, just um, the reason for judges. It's just that. So um, God is so faithful to His people, the Israelites, and He um, after the time of Moses. Um, and Aaron, he decided to send judges to fulfill his covenant with the people of Israel um, to get them to the promised land. Um, And the book of Judges goes through these different, obviously, judges, not in terms of court, but in terms of battle and armour to fulfill those plans um, of God, the covenant of God, to the Israelites. Okay, And if you read literally the whole of Judges, Judges 5 in particular, Judges 6, in regards to Gideon and Judges 16 in regards to Samson. Can you guys think, um, I know you guys know the stories by, by the grace of God. Can you guys think um, of a reason for maybe judge, um, not judge, for Samson's downfall, the reason for Gideon's downfall? Can we think of any reasons or things like that? I think for Samson, I always think of one of the reasons just being his um, this desire for desire to do things his own way. Yeah. Um, to maybe think he knows think he knows the right way always, and that's one. And then another one, uh, women. <laughs> that was not all women, of course, but yeah, um, his perception and how he could um, manage a situation and be in control of it, of it. I hope that makes sense and answers the question. Mm. So, yeah. I'm not too familiar um, with the story of Gideon like that, but in terms of um, Samson, I know that he, he, um, his parents raised him um, under the Nazarite law, meaning that he had to abstain from certain things. Um, so even when he was born, he was set apart. Mm-hmm. Um, God really blessed him. <clears throat> um, and because of that blessing, he was like super strong and the Lord was with him and he did amazing things for um, the Lord and his people. Um, but I think sometimes when you're so strong, you forget where your strength is from. Mm-hmm. And um, you think that even if you are to go without the source, you'll still be strong. Um, and there was that defiance in him where he trusted in his 
his strength and his abilities and that he was incredibly disobedient to the the Nazarite law that he was raised under um, and like sort of like the rules of his consecration Um, and he was like and I'm going to do whatever I want to do and I think that was Mm -hmm. to his demise yeah I'm just going to read something regards to Gideon Um, just a little bit of backstory um, there was a call of, of, on Gideon to kind of be a judge and he was so doubtful he was just like God you're speaking to me so he asked God to show him signs for example he said if it is you um, cause this towel to be wet and everything else be dry and then he said oh okay you've done that let's ask I want to ask you another question mm. <laughs> cause this towel to be dry and everything be wet so he would constantly ask of God signs and wonders to confirm his himself yeah. um and you know, obviously god <clears throat> it's, it was a fleece um and god obviously showed himself to be able to send gideon um to fulfill the covenant that he had with the israelites i just wanted to read um one reason that you, you can see from here um in gideon it's in judges 8 um verse oh it's going to be a lot to read so i'm just going to read I'm just going to read verse 22 to 28. And it says, Then the men of Israel said to Gideon, Rule over us, you and your son and your grandson also, for you have saved us from the hand of Midian. And Gideon said to them, I will not rule over you, and my son will not rule over you. The Lord will rule over you. And Gideon said to them, Let me make a request of you. Every one of you give me the earrings from his spoil, um, for they had for they had golden earrings because they were Ishmaelites. And they answered, we will willingly give them. And they spread a cloak and every man threw in it the earring of his spoil. And the weight of the golden earrings that he requested was 1,700 shekels of gold, besides the crescent ornaments and the pendants and the purple garments worn by the king of Midian. And besides the collars that were around the necks of their camels, and Gideon made an effort of it and put effort and put it in his city of Oprah. And all Israel whored after it there, and it became a snare to Gideon and his family. So Midian was subdued before the people of Israel, and they raised their heads no more. And the land had rest forty years in the days of Gideon. Um, so even in even in that instance, like. Yes, Gideon was sent to help the Israelites and all that good stuff. And even when people say, Gideon, rule over us, be our leader, all that kind of stuff. He said, no, 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 the Lord will be your leader. But he, he created a snare for himself by using the things that God gave him for his glory and not for God's gain. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so just linking it to the first question that I mentioned that we kind of skipped over. Um, our... our unawareness of sin causes us to fall quicker than we think yeah um and if Gideon was aware of maybe the sin um of idol making um even even the sin of self-righteousness the sin of self-sufficiency because even the the verses prior he he was so boastful he was like if you don't believe me I'm going to come back and smite you that was not part of his mission right but yeah because he was so um puffed up yes Mm. gassed his whole chest was out Mm. (laughs) he was making threats and saying I will break down this tower because you didn't believe me or you didn't you went on my 
my side. Whatever it may be, our unawareness of sin causes us to fall quicker than we think. Um, and, it's, and it's very important that we know that because even in Genesis 3, the reason for Eve's downfall and the reason for humanity's downfall was self, right? It was yeah. pride. Um, and I used to think that, you know, having an awareness of sin was such a bad thing. I'd be like, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that I'm bad. But honestly, something that I've come to realise is that the pride will eventually fall, but the humble are already low. And mm. when you begin to think that way, you're like, oh, Father, I want to be humble. Yeah. <laughs> Not false humility, but one that knows that I am at the expense of God's command. And when you realise that, it's like, right, you can actually take me out whenever you want. Anytime. Whenever. All that kind of stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, what other big observation or what other observations do we think we get from Gideon? I think his initial insecurity was never really dealt with mm. because like he's come from like the lowest of the low in terms of family clan when the the angel of the lord found him he was in a um he was in a wine press mm. so he was already in that place where he was afraid anyway um yeah he won battles and all of that good stuff but I think the the actual insecurity he had inside of him was never really dealt with because otherwise he would have realized that actually I started off in this wine press and God has done amazing things with me and it's been really wonderful. Therefore, I don't need to boast in myself mm-hmm. um, or boast in these things um, because I think sometimes like he did, the effort, like all the things accumulated, like we accumulate things because they comfort us mm-hmm. and then it, it is that self-sufficiency. Um, having stuff makes us feel comfortable. Having stuff makes us feel... Like we mean something. Yeah, like we mean something, that we made it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to say something? No, no, no. Yeah. And even even regards to Samson, um, you mentioned before, <clears throat> when, when you're so strong, you think the strength is from you and not from God, yeah. that even in the last part of Samson's journey, he said in verse, in chapter 16, I believe, I will go out at other times and shake myself free, you know, totally disregarding the God that had kept him there beforehand. And even before this bit, there was a time where he would eat, take a sweet thing out of the lion, when obviously his consecration was Mm. like, you shall touch no dead thing. So even that unawareness of sin, unawareness Mm. of disobedience, it doesn't have to be the big thing because obviously we know that he didn't just wake up one day and then his eyes were blind but his eyes were being clouded yeah. even before it was blind yeah um which is such a is it unaware so it's great is it unawareness of sin or is it unawareness of the consequences of it mm. because it's not like he didn't know he wasn't supposed to touch this thing mm-hmm. do you, do you mm-hmm. get I me mean? so just just yeah. a question is it that you that unawareness of the, the thing is a sin or unawareness that this thing that i can choose or not choose to do as mm-hmm. we spoke about in another episode about grace um, there are going to be consequences for it. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, I think blindness comes in steps and in stages. Um, and one of those stages is refusing to recognize sin and then refusing to accept 
what this sin might lead to. Okay. So even in the case of Samson, yes, obviously he knew he shall touch no dead thing, but he probably thought, well, this is my victory. I got this honey. I, I killed this lion and therefore I, I should get this honey out of the lion. Yeah. So for him, it was just like, it's not really that deep. Like, let me, so I just want to go. Consequence, then. What do you mean? Do you, as in he thought there wouldn't be a consequence for that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't think he understood why he wasn't allowed to. What, Samson? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Something for us to ponder on, I guess. Yeah, 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 100. Yeah, yeah, 100. Um, but yeah, I think that oftentimes our refusal to recognise... Oh my mm. gosh, that's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, the areas that we are walking in sin can actually blind us mm. from the eternal consequence of it. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, I can't remember what I was saying now. Samson. Lion. Unawareness. Honey. Yes, yeah, so I think it's just something to to kind of pray. You know, God, show me the errors. Mm. Even David prayed, search me, O oh God, yeah. and Definitely. find things in me that are not of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he begins to write, and when he, be- he begins to rise it to the surface of your heart when it's something that you deal with daily. And it's like he's rising it up so he can move it away. Yeah. Um, and you can come to him with that thing. Um, but just another um, observation, just from, from all three of them, I know we've not had time to look at Deborah and Barak and, you know, Gideon. Um, but um, but the, I think even in Gideon 8, 19 um, and 16 um, you know he says I will, I will come back to the men of Succoth and teach them a lesson I will, I will remind them of who I am and the battles that I have won mm. paraphrasing um, with his intent and I think even with Samson, they were so consumed with the gift mm. that they and the enablement that God had given them that they forgot their first call. Yeah. And when we think of calling, we think of activity. When we think of calling, we think of a place. Mm. But God has actually called us to himself first. Mm. And that's our first calling. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they were so consumed by the gift and the locations mm. that they totally missed their first point of what other things or in scripture do you guys think we're called to? To love. Yeah. Worship. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness. Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Obedience. That's right. Um, so like this is Nat's favorite song. Um, we are a chosen yeah. generation. Okay. First okay. Peter two nine. We're called. Um, Chosen, we yeah. are called. Huh? Sing it for us, Dad. Why are you whispering it? God has given me. <laughs> <laughs> we are called a royal priesthood. We're called chosen. We're yeah. called out of darkness and into marvelous light. Amen. We're called beloved. We're called to a new life in Christ. There's so many callings that we have, but yet we get so consumed mm-hmm. with um, the activity mm-hmm. and not actually coming to God Himself, which is our greatest yeah. call yeah. that we have to realign ourselves with every day. Absolutely. Um, and I think sometimes. When we look at our lives and we look at their lives, of course, and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sinful. Oh my gosh, I'm so prideful. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's, it's a good thing to know that because our knowledge um, of sin leads us to the one that can take away all sin. That's 
very true. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, I think it's very important because sometimes us being aware of our sin, I think the, the whole point of sin is to separate us from God. Um, and we get too into our feelings like, oh, how can I do this? Oh, God, I'm so sorry. And you distance yourself from God. But the whole point of us being aware and him letting us know, like he already knew. Mm-hmm. And he was still like, yeah, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. But he wants us to know that he knows and the fact that he still wants us to come to him despite yeah, despite that thing that wants to separate us from him. So we have to get over ourselves. Yeah, get over, get over yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Um, and because we know the root of all destruction is ourselves, yeah. <laughs> um, we are able to, yes, recognise our sin, but also come to the one that can save us from it. Yeah. And that's the assurance. And that's the good news, right? That's the gospel that we hail, that we, we share with people, we put in our bios. Yeah. Um, put it in our bios. Yeah, we put it on our top, whatever it may be, put mm. it on your wall in a frame. That's mm. the gospel, that's the good news. So even to encourage myself that, yes, I can see the areas that I... I'm leaning and I'm, I'm like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I can see the areas that I'm being prideful, mm-hmm. but I can also see God in that. You know, I remember mm-hmm. Jen, Jen Wilkins saying that, you know, the law shows us the need for grace. And, you know, yeah. and grace allows us to fulfill the law. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, if we get it any other way, we've totally missed it. Yeah. But the law is meant to be a magnifying glass to show us our sin and then set a backdrop to show us the saviour that is to come, mm-hmm. um, which is glorious news, right? Um, but we can't stay in this pit. Um, if you are aware that you're a sinner, and it's not excuse to continue mm-hmm. as well, but glory to God that he has not left us to our own demise. Um, but he has revealed our sin. He has revealed ourselves to change us so that we do not end up like these judges. We do not end up in a blind state and um, unaware um, of God in our lives. Amen. 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 Um, so just to implore you to continue to live in light, in the light of truth, um, and to hunger and thirst. As the Bible says, all who hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be Okay, I thought you guys were going to finish. No, we're not going to do it. Shall be filled. Um, so the, the question there is, are you hungering? Are you thirsting? Because if you are, you, you will be filled. That's a promise of God. And that's mm-hmm. what we can stand upon. Yeah. Um, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I mean, I just want to pray. Father, I thank you um, that you do not leave us to our own demise. You see um, our frailness, you see our sin, but yet you sent a saviour. Thank you so much, O oh God, that the saving grace of Jesus Christ is not just so we can be saved, so that we can be transformed also. Yeah. Thank you, Father, Lord, that this is our hope, our confidence and our trust. I pray that we would come to you. Um, and lean on and be refined by you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much um, for all these good things in your name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for listening to another Sound Seed episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I look forward to, we look forward to sharing more. And yeah. More. <laughs> and please DM us, please. Yeah. <laughs> Interact with us. Uh-huh. We're really not Engage. scary. Absolutely. Um, we'd love to hear from you, like comments, where we can improve, what you'd like to hear more of. Mm. Um, we really want to engage with you, our sisters. Amen. Oh. Bye, guys. Bye. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode. <laughs>